0: Welcome back to the Scored Sports Podcast. On those is Podcast Lane. Frank, we're now episode 124. Yes, we're 124 episodes through, and I got action-packed episode playing for you. We're going to be talking about NBA playoffs, obviously NBA lottery going on tonight, so we don't know the results yet. MOB, season rolling right now. Champions League, we've got for soccer. We've also got NHL playoffs, and a bunch more. Stay tuned for action-packed episode 124. Let's hop into it. All right, let's start out episode 124, how we always do with the headlines in the NBA. New York Knicks sadly go down to the Miami Heat in game six. Obviously, you guys know I'm a diehard New York Knicks fan. Tough to see them go down to the Miami Heat. But, yes, this is a, still a very successful season in my eyes as a New York Knicks fan. Still a lot to build on. RJ Barrett was horrendous. Our Julius Randle was horrendous in that game six. But Jalen Brunson, keep it up with his great performance. I think Emmanuel quickly being hurt. Really not think people are talking about right now. I think if he wasn't hurt, wasn't injured, New York Knicks really could have had a chance in that game. First game seven, going back to New York, win that game. And then moving on to the Conference Finals to play the Boston Celtics. Nonetheless, Knicks out. Good offseason coming up. Let's see how they handle it. Golden State Warriors, now they've got a very interesting offseason heading up against them. We're going to talk about it later on the episode, but still, losing in six games to the Los Angeles Lakers, not on their agenda going into the season. Philadelphia 76ers, obviously they added 3-2 lead, and they lost. Boston Celtics come back from 3-2 lead in the Eastern Conference semifinals for the second straight year. Last year, they did it against the Milwaukee Bucks. This year they're doing it against Philadelphia 76ers. So congratulations to Jason Tatum, most points ever in a game seven. They get 52. It's amazing right there. Jason Tatum came up when the lights were the brightest. That's what you need to do. Boston Celtics. It's amazing right there. Kind of a little bit of payback for Boston fans. Obviously Boston Bruins greatest regular season hockey team of all time. Just get bounced in the first shot. Now you get the Boston Celtics. Moving on, to the Cardinals finals where they can maybe make their second straight NBA Finals. They're going up against the Miami Heat. That will be the rematch of the bubble. Obviously we got Lakers Nuggets also rematch of the bubble. So you have the four teams that were the constant finals of the bubble back at it. That's an interesting thing about right there Phoenix Suns, they went down to the Denver Nuggets now they got decisions to make they made their decision on Monty Williams now you gotta think who's gonna be their next head coach I've seen Isaiah Thomas, obviously old piston didn't work as a head coach in the York Knicks his name being thrown out there, I've seen Nick Nurse even being thrown out there, a lot of interesting names being thrown out there for that Phoenix Suns head coaching job they got decisions to make Monty Williams gone, Devin Booker still there Kevin Durant still there, James Harden that could be an interesting possibility. Chris Paul, what's the future of him in Phoenix? We got a lot to talk about. And biggest night in the NBA, maybe in years, you could say, that isn't a game. NBA Draft Lottery, everybody, because you got Victor Wambanyama, who could be the greatest sports prospect of all time. The greatest sports prospect of all time. You hear me, right? Whoever wins tonight's number one overall pick, and it's no given who's going to get it. They get greatest sports prospect of all time. That's my take right there. Victor Wambanyama. That's going to be interesting. Lottery tonight. Let's see how that goes. Obviously, by the time episode drops, lottery will already be done. But let's see how that goes. Victor Yama lottery tonight. You can say, just call it the Victor Yama lottery. Even bigger than that Zion Williams lottery was back in 2019. Doc Rivers also out as Philadelphia 76ers head coach. Kind of a move a lot of people expected. Doc Rivers didn't really have the greatest tenure with the Philadelphia 76ers. Never being able to make the Cards Finals when a lot of people expected him to in his three years there. They expected him to do it Gets the Hawks. Couldn't do it there. Expected him to do it. Obviously, against last year, against the Miami Heat. And now this year, against the Boston Celtics. Couldn't get it done any of those years. So, Doc Rivers got the can. I think Monty Williams, perfect for that Philadelphia 76ers job. He used to be their assistant coach before he moved over to the Phoenix Suns as the head coach. Perfect move, in my opinion. Just make it done. Monty Williams, the Philadelphia 76ers. perk for Joel Embiid. perk for James Harden if you want to keep him. That's my take right there. John Morant, obviously, he gets suspended again by Memphis Grizzlies. Really just a bonehead move, again, in my opinion. Not just by his friends, but by him. We have the spotlight coming up later on John Morant. Stay tuned for that. NFL, no real news. We just had the schedule release coming out again, obviously official on Thursday. Week 11, we get Chiefs-Eagles. We got a lot of good holiday games. We have Giants versus Eagles on Christmas Day. That'll be a good game. And we have Chiefs-Lions opening night Thursday of the NFL season. Look forward to that. That's about for the news in the NFL. Let's move on to MLB, where we have another action-packed week. Yankees got their slugger back, Aaron Judge, and he's mashing home runs again. You say, "Oh, he's cheating." Because he's looking over at the dugout. Don't believe it. Aaron Judge still mashing home runs in Toronto, in New York, wherever you want him to. Maybe best player in baseball right now. Behind. Shohei Otani, in my opinion, San Diego Padres rolling ever since they got Fernando Tatis Jr. back. Juan Soto really his first taste of playing with Fernando Tatis Jr. You thought some of his stats would go away? No, he's actually going up. OPS since Fernando Tatis Jr. came back nine seventeen. That's something to look for right there. Fernando Tatis Jr. Juan Soto looking like a great duo out in San Diego. New York Mets 20-22 on the season, but some bright spots. Justin Verlander's pitched great in his first two starts in New York Mets, in my opinion, and Max Scherzer his first start back from that injury pitched well against the Washington Nationals in that doubleheader. So, Mets, some things to look forward to. Oakland Athletics, they have the OPS leader in MLB in Brent Ricker They're still playing like the worst MLB team I've ever seen in my lifetime. So, Oakland Athletics, a lot of things to figure out. Another team that doesn't have a lot of things to figure out, Baltimore Orioles. Low payroll, but they're playing great. the Russian Cedric Mullins, Jorge Mateo, great pitching staff, Grayson Rodriguez, few other guys, John Means, I love it right here. Baltimore Orioles on a roll right now. Second best record in MLB behind the Tampa Bay Rays. Soccer, we obviously have Champions League semifinal today. Next semifinal is tomorrow. Man City versus Real Madrid. But today we have Inter Milan versus AC Milan. Really interesting. We have two Milan teams in the Champions League semifinal. And Inter Milan won that 1 0 after winning the first match 2 0. So that's 3 0. They obviously advance over to the Champions League final. And then tomorrow we've got Man City versus Real Madrid to make it to play against Inter Milan. I think that's the real championship of the Champions League. I'd say Man City, Real Madrid. I think either of those teams could wipe out Inter Milan, in my opinion. But if you're a soccer fan, leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. Let's round out the headlines with the NHL really quick. Boston Bruins, obviously, got knocked out a few weeks ago, but team they got beaten by, Florida Panthers. They win again, again in overtime in game five. They're moving on to the conference finals. And same with the Carolina Hurricanes. They'll play against the Carolina Hurricanes. So you got the Panthers versus the Hurricanes. And you got the Stars who beat the Kraken, Seattle Kraken. Obviously, new team, second year in the NHL, going up against. Dallas Stars, and they lost that series in seven games. So Dallas Stars, they'll play Las Vegas. Golden Knights, also a new team, originated in 2017. So yeah, Golden Knights versus Stars, and you got Hurricanes versus Panthers to make your Stanley Cup champion. Those are the conference finals for the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. That's about it for the headlines this week. Now, take the week. This week's take of the week is about Victor Womanyama, we all know him. The French superstar, 7'4", can shoot the three, can pass the ball, can rebound, can lay up, can do whatever he wants with the basketball in his hands. Victor Womanyama, you could call him him if you want, Other the NBA Draft Prospects. Best draft prospect I've ever scouted in any sport, in my opinion. Best prospect I think we've ever seen in any sport, like I said in the headlines, And the NBA Draft Lotteries tonight. So that's a big deal right there. But we're not going to talk about the lottery right here. We're going to talk about strictly Victor Womanyama and a few other players. If you had to pick right now, if you could take one setter in the NBA to have for the rest of your dynasty, the rest of your 15 years of your NBA organization, you'd probably take Jokic, Joel Embiid, Bam Adebayo, maybe mention a few other guys in there. The one name I think should be above all, except Nikola Jokic, is Victor Omanyama. If you ask me right now, you get franchise for the next 10 years, would you rather have Joel Embiid or Victor Omanyama? So you're going to have Ricky Victor Omanyama or MVP Joel Embiid? I'm taking Victor Omanyama. I don't care if he's a rookie. What has Joel Embiid proved? That he can win an MVP but he can't win a championship. Victor Omanyama is the new age of the NBA. Joel B can shoot. He can shoot pretty well. He can defend. He couldn't defend well in the playoffs, but he can. He can play at the ball, I guess. But what he can't do is he can't rebound insanely well. He can't pass insanely well. What Victor Omanyama can do is that he can excel at passing like Nikola Jokic. He can excel at rebounding like Bam Adebayo, and he can obviously score like Anthony e. Towns like Nikola Jokic. So that's why Victor Omanyama is the complete package, in my opinion. We love to say Nikola Jokic may be one of the best offensive players of all time, well, Victor Homo can be better. That's why I think right now, you would have to consider those two guys as maybe the two most valuable players in basketball. Before Victor Homoyama even steps foot on the NBA court, he might be the most valuable player in basketball. And that's not a joke right there. If you had to pick one player, he might be the most valuable in basketball. And I'm not kidding. That's my take of the week. Leave thoughts in the comment section. Now, top five. This week's top five is the top five most entertaining athletes in sports. When you watch them, you're entertained. That's all I'm looking for right here. Here's top five. Now, I'm not just talking NBA, NFL, MLB. I'm talking the whole entire global world of sports. Tennis, basketball, baseball, football, soccer, shell. Let's hop into it right here. Number five, Shohei Otani. He can hit. He can pitch. He can pitch the ball 100 miles an hour. And he can hit it 115 miles an hour. That's all that has to be said. No debate about it. Shohei Otani, number five. Pretty basic. Not much to say about it. To show Otani, you watch him, you're entertained. For five, Otani. And four, Patrick Mahomes. They'll have you on your toes. you will have you thinking, oh, I don't know if I'm going to win this game, even if you have a 38 nothing lead, if Mahomes is on the other side. But Mahomes is that type of guy. He's entertaining to watch. For four, Patty Mahomes. And number three, this one's going to be a little bit controversial, but I'll explain why. Nick Kiergos, obviously, amazing tennis star, but has never won a big-time tournament, a big-time Grand Slam. He's still number three, in my opinion, because tennis is the only sport... Tennis and golf are really the only sports where the whole entire attention is on Jesse because they're individual sports. Not even golf as much as tennis because in tennis, he can celebrate as much as he wants. He can do as much trickery as he wants. He is the most exciting athlete in tennis, maybe one of the most exciting athletes in the world. That's why I have Matt number three because he keeps you on your toes. He can hit the most insane shots. He's ridiculous with it. He'll provide some drama. He'll provide some on-court drama, some off-court drama. He'll do all of that all at once. Nick Kyrgios, number three, get Matt an opponent and get Matt an umpire. He can hit the craziest shot you've ever seen that's what's great about it. Number three, Nick Kyrgios. That's why he excels of entertainment over any other tennis star, in my opinion, because Novak Djokovic, that's all business. No, Rafael Nadal, he'll just hit the perfect shots. He's not going to fight that much. Nick Kyrgios, he can do all at once, and he can hit the best shots in the world. Number three, Nick Kyrgios. People love to say that he's the most talented tennis player of all time. He just doesn't know how to use it, and I don't fully disagree with that. Nick Kyrgios, number three. Number two, the GOAT of basketball, in my opinion, especially if he wins the championship this season, LeBron James, number two. No, not much to be said about me LeBron. Pure greatest. Been doing it since 2003. And before that, LeBron, number two. Number one, the best footballer of all time, Lionel Messi, everybody. And the tip of the hat, obviously, the World Cup. Not as much anymore on PSG. He's not going to entertain you as much, but he can score five goals when he's on Barcelona. He can score a hat trick in the World Cup. He can do whatever he wants. Lionel Messi, most famous world sports star and also the most entertaining. That's my list. That's my top five. Leave dots in the comment section. Scored sports global type of segment. Now, did you know, this 6 day, you know, it's a great one. Did you know Cleveland Indians pitcher Ray Caldwell, all the way back in 1919, was struck by lightning, eight innings and two outs through a game where he could have got a complete game, struck by lightning, and he came back after being struck by lightning in that same game, completed the game, get the full nine innings, get the full 27 outs. He did that right there after being struck by lightning. So, one away from a complete game, get struck by lightning, says, eh, I'll brush it off, I'll go finish the game. That's why they say, Athletes were a different breed back then. People were a different breed back then. That's a prime example of it. Ray Caldwell, back in 1919, struck by lightning. I think if an MLB pitcher, any athlete was struck by lightning nowadays, any human, they would never even be able to touch a baseball again. Ray Caldwell could do it the same entire game, and he could get that final out to make it 27 outs, complete game. Did you know that? Leave that in the comment section. That's maybe one of the wildest Did You Know's we've ever had. That's Bever Did You Know this week. Let me say this right here. Kevin Durant is a failed superstar. James Harden is a disappointing superstar. If you follow Squared Sports on Instagram, at Sports, posting daily content every single day, obviously opinions, takes, and breaking news, go follow at squirt Sports. I put out a take there that said, if Kevin Durant doesn't win our championship in his career, his career is a disappointment. It's a failure, in my opinion, because for the amount talent that Kevin Durant has, you can consider Kevin Durant the most talented player of all time. A lot of people do. Kevin Durant, athletes do not show that. One MVP? Not so great. A lot of all-stars, but who cares about that? A lot of it well, only one MVP. Two championships, but championships of the Golden State Warriors. Every amazing superstar in their career can win a championship on their own. At least every elite superstar. And if we consider Kevin Durant a top 10, a top 15 player of all time, he cannot be in that conversation. So Kevin Durant, in my opinion, is a failed or disappointing superstar. And I think a lot of you should agree with that because you can't win a championship on your own. You can't win it without Steph Curry, the unanimous two-time MVP, whatever you want to call him. There's something wrong. Kevin Durant's career, does he always have that killer instinct? Does he always have that power, that drive to win a championship? Because he couldn't do it in Brooklyn, he was surrounded by James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Couldn't do it in Phoenix, he's surrounded by Devin Booker and Chris Paul. So what's the deal? What is wrong with Kevin Durant? In my opinion, he's a disappointing superstar if he never wins another championship in his career. Same goes for James Harden. James Harden has never won a championship in his career. We love to say, oh, James Harden's this, James Harden's that. He only has one MVP. He has all-star appearances. Only one MVP, though. He's a great scorer. What else is he outside of that? He's a good passer. He hasn't won Philadelphia. He couldn't win with Brooklyn. He definitely couldn't win with OKC. And he for sure didn't with Houston Rockets. So James Arden and Kevin Durant are failed superstars. Disappointing superstars. Guys who tried to do it on their own. Durant tried to do it in OKC. He couldn't. Went over to Golden State. Did it but that's Golden State. I think you could value Eastern Conference championship over Kevin Durant's two championships, in my opinion, because that's just, or just a Conference Finals championship over Kevin Durant's two championships because they would have won a championship anyways without Kevin Durant, in my opinion. I think they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers both years without Kevin Durant. That's just my take, though. Kevin Durant, James Harden, failed superstars. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. Let's go around the bases in the MLB, everybody. And I want to bring up a really interesting stuff in around base this week. It's not going it to be uh, headlines, rundowns, It's not going to be this, not going to be that. It's going to be talking about another part of baseball's dilemma. And this is a long-going, three-year saga I've had on Screw Sports. Going against MLB, going against baseball, going against the funkiest things that we see in MLB. And this is just another example of it. Seven teams below the league average in payroll. Worst team in payroll, Oakland Athletics. That's what you get right there. Seven teams below the league average in payroll in MLB are above 500, and eight teams above the league average payroll are over 500. So that's not that big of a difference. So you got 16 through 30 for payroll in MLB, seven of those are above 500, and you got 15 through 1 in MLB for payroll, and only eight of those are above 500. Now, I'm not saying here that if you go over the payroll. If you have the highest payroll, you're not going to be good because you look at the Los Angeles starters, but I'm not saying you're going to be great because you look at the New York Mets with the highest payroll and you're sitting at 2022. I'm also not saying if you don't pay well, you're going to be good because look at the Oakland Athletics. They're 200 winning percent right now, but I'm not saying it's not going to work because you look at the Tampa Bay Rays at number 29 right now and they're the best team that will be 28 and 29 Baltimore Orioles and Tampa Bay Rays. Those two teams have the best records in baseball. Tampa Bay Rays and Baltimore Orioles are 28 and 29 payroll, and they have the best records in baseball. Now, New York Mets, number one, have one of the worst records in baseball at 20 and 22. So this is an interesting thing in baseball. Like I said, I'm not saying if you pay players, you go above that payroll, go for big guys like Mookie Betts, like Dustin May, like Will Smith, like J.D. Martinez, like Freddie Freeman, you're going to be bad because the Los Angeles Dodgers are great. And I'm not saying that if you get horrible players like Esther Reese, I mean, get rid of all these guys like Sean Murphy, Matt Olson, and stick with Tony Kemp and Trevor Mays, or your pitchers, you're going to be good because that's the Oakland Athletics and they're trash right now. But I'm just saying, don't look so deep into the payroll because if you're below the payroll, it can work. If you're above it, it's not going to work always. So, look, just one of the more funkier things in baseball right there. Let me say it again. Seven teams below the league average payroll in MLB are above 500, and eight teams above league average payroll are above 500 only 8 of those of the 15 are above 500 and they've got a massive payroll and then you see the low payroll you got 7 of those teams above 500 what's more shocking to you leave your thoughts on that in the comment section what does this tell you about MLB about baseball that's for you to figure out that's about for round the bases this week now spotlight for this week drama everybody previewed it in the headlines a little bit, but John Morant, everybody's favorite superstar, whose side hustle isn't so much playing basketball, or his side hustle might be playing basketball, his other side hustle might be doing some bad things on Instagram Live. Second time, we've seen John Morant Instagram Live incident in the past three months, and now we've got an issue, because John Morant is an uber-talented player, where he's gotten in trouble before in the past, got suspended for it, and we thought, oh, it's gonna be all good, came out of the rehabilitation facility, had a conversation with Jalen Rose, had a conversation with Am Silver, this will never happen again. What happened again? And this time, was John Morant on live or was it his friend? Not sure on that one right there. But still, losing the playoffs to Los Angeles Lakers, and you start spiraling. You can see it on Instagram Live. You can see it just in everywhere. John Morant, this whole entire team, Grizzlies, struggling right now. I mean, the season only ended about two weeks ago. And you still having bad issues with John Morant. And it's not just that it's setting a bad example for the league. It's setting a bad example for almost all basketball players around the world. People wanting it to make it to the NBA. They're always going to have a bad rap because you say, oh, what about that one guy, John Morant, who did this? That one John Morant guy who did that? John Morant is so talented. He's always going to be remembered for this for the rest of his career now. I think if he had that one incident, he'd be fine. But now he's always going to be remembered for being the thug that maybe he was earlier on in his career that people might like to portray him as. What he's doing isn't illegal, but setting a bad example for the league, saying a bad example for the rest of the players, saying a bad example for John Morant, and most importantly, setting a bad example for all the sports, all the basketball, in my opinion. So John Morant got some decisions to make. The whole entire 2019 draft class, really just a bunch of failed wannabe superstars, in my opinion right now. It's like you're going for a dunk, or are bad to make, and it's like, oh, I missed. Jordan Poole, failed superstar, horrible playoffs. Tyler Hero definitely a failed superstar. Darius Scarlett losing the playoffs. Zion Williamson, what was the last time you saw him on NBA court? John Morant definitely losing a little bit of respect right now, and RJ Barrett will never be a superstar in my opinion. So John Morant send a bad example for almost everybody in this position. Things to think about. Leave your thoughts on that John Morant situation in the comments. Now let's finish off episode 124 with at the buzzer. Everybody, this week's at the buzzer about the Golden State Warriors, everybody, everyone's favorite dynasty. Not really, but most recent dynasty in sports you could say. And I put out a tweet there on Sunday after they lost the Los Angeles Lakers. I said, "Was that 2022 championship the finale of a dynasty or continuation of one?" And it's really looking like a finale one. We might not have seen it. We knew when the last dance happened, when that 1999 Bulls championship happened, that it was the finale of a dynasty. We didn't know that, the Golden State Warriors, when they won it. And I think that is coming to fruition right now. That's the finale of a dynasty. And most of the blame can put on Steve Kerr, in my opinion, because the Lakers, who just beat them in the playoffs, they handled it perfectly. They didn't go for the big superstars like the Suns. They didn't go for the big superstars like the Clippers, the Nets, a few other of these teams. They wanted to stay put. They wanted to get their two superstars and then build a great core around it. They have Austin Reeves. They have Lonnie Walker. They have Jared Vanderbilt. Now, the Golden State Warriors, they have a good bench too. They have Moses Moody. They have Jonathan Kaminga. They have Patrick Baldwin. And they have Jordan Poole, a few other guys. But they don't like to utilize that as much. They'd rather play Jermichael Green 20 minutes a game. They'd rather play Gary Payton 20 minutes a game. Gary Payton's second 20 minutes a game. When you can play a guy like Jonathan Kuminga, who has athleticism, who can put up points for you. When you can play a guy like Moses Moody, who can shoot the rock well when Jordan Poole can't. That's my take right there with the Golden State Warriors, because they have a great infusion of youth, but they don't use it at all. And that's what the problem was with them in the playoffs. You have the Lakers going off with guys like Lonnie Walker and Jared Vanderbilt. You have the Golden State Warriors doing nothing with their players. They're giving DMPs Jonathan Kuminga and Moses Moody. That's a little bit disrespectful, in my opinion, because it's a great young staff that can mix and weld the starters, give them a break, and they just couldn't do that. They'd stuck to their Clay Thompson game six strategy. They stuck to their Jordan Poole, keep on shooting strategy. They stuck to Steph Curry, hey, just hang out there with the guys. Draymond Green, same thing. So there's great fusion of youth, this team. They just don't use it well enough, in my opinion, and that's what killed them at the end. That's my at the buzzer. That's my take on the Golden State Warriors. Now, best of last question today. This is question today is who is the worst superstar in sports? I'm not talking playwise, I'm talking just overall wise, the way they carry themselves on and off the court, the way they play in the playoffs, the they treat other people. That's what I'm talking about right here. If they play enough, if they get hurt a lot, because Kawhi Leonard, he's a horrible superstar in sports. Kevin Durant entering that strategy. You can say soccer players, bunch of soccer players that you could call horrible superstars in sports. You can say even Neymar never won a World Cup. He's a horrible superstar, you could say. He's on PSG, but that's easy league to win, Uber East League, but never won a World Cup. A few other of these guys, you could say MLB, used to be Bryce Harper, but now I cemented his legacy making the World Series, but a guy who doesn't show up in the playoffs, a guy who gets hurt, a guy who's not uber consistent, that's why I consider a war a bad superstar. A guy who treats himself badly off the court, John Morant, that's a bad superstar. So that's my question day of the week, this week. Who is the worst superstar in sports? That's my question of day. That's for Squared sports, Land Frank, episode 124. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared sports on Instagram, at Squared sports. Follow score sports on Twitter, at Squared sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and view the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week, episode 125. Stay tuned.